Welcome back to another episode of the Sports Den Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Hooker here, and let's get straight into the video. So, this video, Super Bowl 58 just happened. So, this is my reaction to the game. Number one, Patrick Mahomes, he's he's in his own category when it comes to quarterback play in today's football league. Because you have to think, we brought up Josh Allen saying, oh, Josh Allen might be 1A. Josh Allen might be 1B to Patrick Mahomes 1A. Patrick Mahomes knocked him off. Then they brought up Joe Burrow. He knocked him off. So now we, we've we come to a sense that Patrick Mahomes is in, is in the league of his own. Because when we think about it, we can have a debate about the best running back in the league. We can have a debate about the best wide receiver in the league. We can have a debate about the best offensive lineman in the league, defense alignment, linebacker, and secondary player, corner, safety, it doesn't matter. There's always a debate to be had. But when it comes to this quarterback position, Patrick Mahomes is undeniably number one. And last night showed me how great he is right now in such little time that he has been playing in the league. Because you have to think, most of the people we call legends, they didn't start winning until their 30s or later on to their career. Patrick Mahomes is winning now. So, with that being said, the GOAT conversations, they have to stop immensely. They have to stop because we have to think, Tom Brady won seven Super Bowls. Seven Super Bowls. You know how hard that is? Winning seven Super Bowls is like winning the lottery multiple times. It's so hard to do that. And now, with Tom Brady, has a leg up on Patrick Mahomes because he has beaten Patrick Mahomes in the late parts of his career. If we're going talent-wise, oh, Patrick Mahomes has that 100%. Patrick Mahomes, you can say he's the easily, easily the most talented quarterback that we have seen. But Patrick Mahomes rests his case, undeniably, because every time in the game I saw the Chiefs they had their moments where they were flustered or angry. But at the same time, Patrick Holmes came in, did what he needed to do. He knew that the game was gonna be won his the game was gonna be won in his hands. So when he did that, Patrick Holmes fulfilled his promise, went in a championship for the Kansas City organization. Next. Rob Purdy had most of the times to seize the moment to where the game manager comments could be at cease, but you had to think the game was lost in Brock Purdy's hands. Every time you thought the four nines were gonna get away somehow, or the four nines were gonna start making their run, Brock Purdy just couldn't put the 
exclamation point on. Because there was multiple missed throws that he had where you thought, oh, if that would have if that would have happened or or if that was on target, they would have won. You were up ten. I'm not blaming Brock Purdy for everything, but the Brock Purdy conversation where he's amongst the elite has to cease. Because in the playoff games, when it comes due time, your quarterback rises up to the challenge and he wins. The Lions game, you can say he rose up to the challenge and won that game. You can, but you have to remember, the weapons that he has is at a, is at a luxury in today's league. But I will say, Brock Purdy is not trash. Brock Purdy is not average. He's good, but let's see the that he's a, he's amongst the elite. Okay, because. The missed throw to Debo in the fourth quarter, to start the fourth quarter like that, got to hurt. George Kittle, missing one to George Kittle, has to hurt. And the ball where he threw the Ayuk, it, it was 50-50. Ayuk lost trash to the ball, and he was rushed. So it threw the playoff just a smidge. But you have to think, there was no reason why they shouldn't have won that game. And another thing, Brennan Ayuk only having six targets compared to Debo's eleven. It 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 had me thinking. The best pure wide receiver on that team is Brennan Ayuk. Brennan Ayuk was getting open time and time again. Whenever whenever the ball was delivered to Ayuk, Ayuk had some sort of separation. So I was like, oh, he can gain a couple yards at that, or I I going to get that ball. With Debo, Debo had a separation. He just couldn't reel it in. Sometimes Debo wasn't there to get the ball because Trentman Duffy played a heck of a game last night to where he had Debo in the box, you could say. He had Debo flustered. He had Debo so he had Debo moving so much. From being on the line to in the slot to even being in the backfield to somehow get him the ball. So I was like, uh, the 49ers, hmm, I don't know. Because you want to know who the 49ers, the most inf- impactful player for them? Juwan Jennings. A guy, that's, a guy that is headed to free agency who's going to make a bag because of his performance in the Super Bowl. And the question is, will the 49ers spend that money to get him back? Because Ayuk's going to free agency as well. And we just don't know what's going to happen with this 49ers team on the offensive side. But, you know, it's just so much that went to this game to where I was like, <sighs> like Kyle Shanahan. There's a thing to playing to win, and there's a thing playing not to lose. In the second half, I saw him regress on being aggressive. Regress on, oh, let's find, let's keep up with with what we're doing, keeping their foot on on their nets, being up ten zero. I saw more conservative, and I was like, why, why, just why, you know? And going three for twelve. On third downs, 
just won't cut it in the Super Bowl. Three for 12. We have to credit Kansas City defense for stepping up huge this whole season. Because what they did goes underappreciated, I would say. With Snead and McDuffie being one of the better cornerback duos, being locked in the secondary, Justin Reed, who's been underappreciated in today's league for years, and Nick Bolton. Nick Bolton's a beast. Um, You have Chris Jones, George Karloftis, who did just enough to making things to make things hard on Purdy to where sometimes Purdy had to maneuver in the pocket to where he didn't want to go to where he had to make a tough throwing angle and sometimes the ball just wasn't getting there and we had to think both defenses kept their teams in the game when I saw Drake Greenlaw go out I was like oh that's going to cause a little miscommunication. Because Dre Greenlaw and Fred Warner were so in sync, you thought, hey, they just knew where they needed to be. One one could look at another. They could be thinking, okay, let's change this. Or they would just have their own, their own vocabulary to where things could just fall into place to where, hey, move back a little bit. Or, hey, they got open. Or, the B guy's open, like, go ahead and rush that. That's just how, when I saw Drake Green, Greenlaw going down, I was like, the Chiefs are going to find a way to win the game because of that. Or the Chiefs are going to find a way to expose that matchup. And, you know, the Chiefs did what the Chiefs did. But we have to think, not knowing the overtime rules, it's beyond me. The rules were set this summer, saying both teams would get a possession. Once I saw Kyle Shanahan bring out a field goal team, I said, oh, they lost. Because you have to think, with Patrick Mahomes, every team knows in any given situation, Patrick Mahomes is more than likely than others to outdo the opponent. Because if the opponent gets three, he's getting seven. If they get seven, he's matching at seven. Mahomes is just a player that will find a way. And, you know, he 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 did it. I have to just say he did it. Because everyone wrote, wrote off the cheese by week five or six. Because we saw Rasheed Rice dropping passes. We saw Travis Kelsey lose a step. We saw MVS dropping passes. And now MVS scored a touchdown. Rasheed Rice becoming becoming Patrick Mahomes' other security blanket or or another go-to target. So now in my head, I'm like, are they like – they really about to a win this football game to where they are now be going to be looked at favorites for next year. And B, 
I'm looking at this like, I have to sit here and think, can they go back to the Super Bowl again? And the answer is yes. And, you know, that's just, it's crazy to me how the Chiefs have some questions going to the offseason, but the 49ers have to look themselves in the mirror and say, we had them where we want them. Part two, but couldn't but couldn't win. We have to think about that because George Kittle, we look at him as a top two tight end. People argue argue with about him for being number one. You're only having three targets, three targets in in the biggest game of your career. Because in the video, which is going to be played right now, you said that you're going to be back. I'm thinking, hey, the Fortnite's have a chance to be back. They will, They are probably going to be back. But you, you only getting three targets. You should have said, hey, like, if we can't get nothing going on offense, come find me because George Kittle create mismatch opportunities to where you can line him up on the inside with the linebacker. He's too fast. You can line him up on the outside. He's too big for a corner and a safety. So, to me, it's like, why wasn't George Kittle involved more? You know, it just stuck with me to where I said, at times in games, where's George Kittle? Is he is he playing? And then when he was, he was just blocking. And you know, George Kittle, credit him, great blocker. But he has to be utilizing more in the passing game if the 49ers wanted to win that game. And we have to think, the block, Extra point. <laughs> That's where you've seen the 49ers make the most mistakes on special teams. The block, extra point. The mishap on the punt. Both of those things turn to points. For the Chiefs, a touchdown, a field goal. That's why the three phases of football are as equally important to one another. Because if the offense not going, you can rely on the defense. Then you can count on your special teams to a flip flip the field through through the punts or convert points through the kicking game. And you know, that's where I sat here and pondered. Okay, so what really are we going to make of this? So right now, to me, we have to see an improved version of Brock Purdy because the game manager title for him, it might be still on throughout the offseason. To me, he is... Because 
the same mistake Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy, Jimmy G made for the 49ers, double throw. You could play it side by side with him and Debo. A overthrow that could have won them the game. Ain't no, that's no discredit because I I do think Brock Purdy is better than Jimmy G, but if Brock if Brock Purdy wants to be inserted into a conversation to where we can look at him as a perennial MVP candidate, he has to win them the big one or win them games convincingly because of him. Because when you look back and watch the 49ers offense, Chris McCaffrey zone run, Chris McCaffrey stretch, Chris McCaffrey check down, or Chris McCaffrey on the, on the option route. Teams are going to figure that out, and then that's where you can utilize, oh, let's throw it to Debo. Let's throw it to Ayuk. Let's throw it to Kittle. But last night, it was Jennings, Debo, sometimes Ayuk, barely Kittle. Kittle had one crucial play to where he stretched out for the first down. After that, no more Kittle. You know, shout out, shout out to Andy Reid for not losing his composure when Travis Kelsey started yelling at him, bumped him with his chest because that's just not right. Regardless of your status with the team, whether you're the star player, superstar, to a bench player, it's just not right to go up to the head coach. I get expressing your emotions in a way like, hey, coach, like, can like, why aren't we running this for me, like? Just give me the ball and I'll get it going. But yelling where you're red and you're bumping into your head coach during the game, it's just not right. I think that was swept on the rug because they won. Because if they didn't win, oh, that's number one thing people are going to ask Andy Reid. What would be the outcome in that situation? But since they won, we're thinking, hey, it's a moment where Two guys is one to win equally as bad as one another. So now, congratulations to the Chiefs for winning back-to-back Super Bowls. 49ers, we have some decisions to make in free agency with Ayuk heading to free agency, with Jennings heading to free agency. And you know, Last but not least, shout out to Patrick Mahomes. Shout out to Travis Kelsey. Shout out Farrell Warner. Shout out Brennan Ayuk. Shout out Christian McCaffrey because the stars showed up. But at the end of the day, the 49ers shot themselves in the foot too many times. And the Chiefs capitalized. And that is all for today's episode. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. Come join the family. And I'll see you on the next one. Peace.